Hi, and welcome to Broken Wheel, a blog and podcast taking an in-depth look at the Bible. I'm your author and host, Hunter Carl. Today, we're looking at Ecclesiastes 2.18-19. through 19. I hated all my toil, in which I toil under the sun, seeing that I must leave it to the man who will come after me. And who knows whether he will be wise or a fool, yet he will be master of all for which I toiled and used my wisdom under the sun. This also is vanity. Shots fired, Rehoboam. Get it, guys? Uh, Solomon's heir? Guys? Okay, back to why you're here. As we discussed Tuesday, part two of chapter two deals primarily with this problem of what can my children do after I'm gone? The answer is grim. Leave Solomon in a dark place, which then fuels his next thought. What if I put all this effort forward and whoever rules after me is a fool? Your first question might be, why does that matter? Didn't we say there's no advantage to being a fool or a wise man? We did, in respect to meaning. In respect to wisdom acting as a light, it still holds that advantage. It's immediately beneficial that our kings be wise rather than fools, even if it doesn't matter in the long run. So how does it matter? The fool will waste everything. He could destroy years of progress. He could undo the work of David. He could undo the temple. He could split the kingdom in half. To those who know their Bible, you're probably already aware that after Solomon died, all of this came to pass sooner or later. Now, how does this relate to us? Last time I checked, no one around here is running a kingdom. That's right. We still have heirs, families throughout generations, which we are the end product of, that we're responsible for maintaining and building upon. I grew up in a private Christian school. Now, I was oblivious to most of it, but there were plenty of students getting away with all kinds of shenanigans. It was all hush-hush, behind the scenes, and under everybody's noses. You kept it away from parents, teachers, and, well, people like me. Some kids had their fun, got to the other side of it, and grew up. Great for them. Some, well, they didn't get so lucky. Kids showing up to class high, someone got pregnant, etc. It caught up to them, and a darling was turned into a, how could they? Rumors, 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 followed by gossip. Who was at fault? Well, the kid for sure, but the parents got a huge chunk of the blame. The real culprit? Vanity. We all demand perfect lives with a perfect spouse and perfect children. Sometimes we demand God give them. Sometimes we tyrannize them into being, removing beauty from our lives. The end result of the latter? Slaves who perform out of fear or rebels making their own rules. The truth? Parents, kids, and you all fall short, i.e. you miss the perfect bus with everybody else. What then? You have been given and trusted Bless with what you have. That means love it like Christ would. Take on the suffering and sin for others as if they were your own. To the church, calm down. Stop trying to look so perfect. We're Christians, not gods. If you liked what you heard today, visit brokenwheel.substack.com and sign up to get this podcast and blog post sent to your email. The podcast is also available on iTunes and Spotify. Please rate and review us there. If you want more of my writing, visit the About page on my website to read short stories I've recently published in journals such as the Blue Mountain Review. Thanks, and have a great rest of your day.